welcome to the Ignorance Project. Today, I am super, super excited about having my favorite person in life join us. Hello, August. <laughs> Hello, Shereen. Hello. You are also my favorite person. It's exciting to be back here after a few years. How many years have you been? Like two? It's been two years since I kicked it. years. Off. Yeah. So um, today's format is going to be a little bit different. It's going to be one more of a candid discussion than informative. Um, but of course, the goal of the Ignorance Project is to always learn and grow and just talk about new things. So um, typically, I kick it off by people introducing themselves. So I will do that with you. Who are you? Who am I? Yeah. Oh, goodness. Someone asked me this question a couple of days ago. That's such a uh interesting question to answer uh my name is august akb some people call me uh i am a production coordinator uh for animation and a filmmaker on the side as well and uh just a, a multi-hyphenate creative uh that's i guess the the best way to describe me i have done things in composing in directing and producing in sound in uh I'm trying to learn drawing now. That's uh, the, the the most recent endeavor that I've been partaking. Um, You're doing pretty well with that too. Like I'm actually impressed. <laughs> You're impressed. Uh, I'm impressed. Well, I mean, I have a long way to go. I have mm -hmm. a very long way to go, and uh, I I still there's a lot of fundamentals. I'm still I don't put enough practice in. Honestly, I need to practice like way more, but it's a. Uh, it's hard. It's <laughs> drawing is not easy. <laughs> also, just hard finding the time too, especially the things I do. So, oh my gosh, time especially. I think especially as you get older and you get more responsible and you have actual adulting to do, bills to pay, a job, a regular job that you're doing, it's harder to carve out that time for the things that you love or the things you even want to see if you love, like mm -hmm. art, like drawing. Um, it's it's difficult. That's the biggest. I think that's the biggest thing I didn't know would happen. I mean, I never wanted to grow up in the first place. <laughs> I was always what yeah. do you want? You want to go to Neverland? Yeah. Remember, I used to say, like, I am not ready to get older because I know I'm going to have to pay bills. I'm going to have to be true. responsible. So yeah. honestly, I feel like just telling, I, saying I told you so every time. Someone's like, I remember when I couldn't wait to grow up. And I'm like, not me. I actually enjoyed my job. <laughs> I was very <laughs> satisfied with my parents paying for all of my bills in lifestyle. That's that's fair. That is very fair. Mm -hmm. Growing up has its pros and cons for sure. Mm -hmm. uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So I wanted my first episode this year to be with you for a couple of reasons. Um, as I said earlier, you're the first person that I've ever interviewed on the Ignorance Project. You're also the first person I ever told that this is something that I want to do, right? Um, when we first, I was going to say when we first met, but we've always met, right? We've always met each other. But when, when I first did this interview, um, the conversation was around doing something that you're scared to do. And we talked a lot about your journey starting in biochemistry or really starting in engineering than biochemistry and then making the decisions to the decision to completely switch to the arts which was initially difficult for our parents to really embrace right 
Um, but we talked about doing that thing that, you know, in your gut, in your heart, like this is your passion. And sometimes you have to go against the grain. You have to go against the people that you typically listen to, to pursue that passion. And you were in school at that time, but now you're on the other side of that. So can you talk to us a little bit about the journey between the journey from, um, actually going to school, graduating and then getting hired by a company? Sure, yes. Uh, so I graduated in May, 2021 in the the COVID years. Yeah. It was a very small, I remember you, you, the whole family came out to my graduation, but you had to stay at the hotel because you couldn't actually come to the graduation. I had to watch online, which was completely fine because it was really early in the morning. So yeah, I got to watch in pajamas. <laughs> that's true that's true yeah but you couldn't come because there was a a, a limit of how many people could mm-hmm. uh attend the graduation so yeah uh that was a very interesting time to to graduate from grad school i think that uh <laughs> you know it was really interesting having almost half of my tutelage uh, or my my training at usc be online mm. and a lot of the opportunities that uh i did not get to have because of that uh really actually shaped where i am today not the opportunities that i didn't have i mean the opportunities i didn't have yes and also the opportunities that arose because of the nature of covid so uh right before i graduated or the year uh, in before my graduation i was producing a couple thesis projects and uh, one of them was a live action. And, and what the live action means for anyone watching is uh, a show that in, it shows real people versus something that's animated um, that shows fake people. So a live action show versus an animated show, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, think any movie. I was producing a live action short mm-hmm. and um, COVID happened and then because of all the restrictions of COVID, we weren't able to actually shoot the show mm. with uh, real people. And we were wondering what to do uh, with the show. Or I keep calling it a show, it's a, it's a short. I think now I'm, I'm used to working on shows and I just call everything a show. So a short. <laughs> let me ask you a question there, because what is a short? Like, what's the definition? Oh, uh, what is a short? Uh, How short, a short does something have to be to be considered a short? Oh, that's, that's, it depends on, on the, on who's asking or who's, <laughs> it depends on the festival, I guess, if you're really trying to go, I think festivals kind of really define what a short is. I mean, not by. As in movie festival? Film festival? A movie, yeah, a film festival. So I was making a short, which is just a, a self-contained, uh, well, this one was going to be around 12 to 20 minute story. I couldn't make it live or we couldn't make it live action. And we were wondering what to do because of the nature of COVID. And one of us suggested that we uh, pivot to animation. Mm. And then we were like, yeah, that's a great idea because we can, uh, you can still uh, produce animations in COVID because uh, people can be working from their own personal spaces. They don't have to. Uh, be to come together to to work on everything. We could do everything over Zoom, 
So it was just a very efficient choice for us to, to do that. And that kind of started my whole animation journey. Um, so I, I know that this is like a very long way to answer your question, but this is very important to, to know. I don't even remember my question, but keep going. You say you don't remember your question? I'm joking. <laughs> Um, this was my foray into animation. This was basically mm -hmm. me learning um, the ropes of how to produce or how to make an animation. And, and another thesis at the time I was producing mm -hmm. and still am producing is being animated in Turkey right now. But uh, it was a 3D animation. So this this other one was a 2D animation. This, this uh, The second thesis was a third, a 3D animation. The difference between 2D animation and 3D animation two-dimensional versus three-dimensional. So something that's flat versus something that's three-dimensional, like Pixar, like uh, Tangled. Yeah. Yeah, Pixar films, all those types of films versus something like the old DreamWorks. Mm -hmm. um, Disney, old school princess. Yeah, all the all Disney princess <laughs> films. Yeah. yeah. So um, I was working on one of both, like one of either, so a 2D and a 3D. And uh, it, I started meeting some people who were in the animation uh, industry. And one, of the, one person, his name is Fraser McQueen, he kind of took me under his wing a little bit um, and just really started teaching me the ropes and, of, of animation. We would meet a lot and just talk about stuff. He would really uh, guide um, the, the process of the animations that I was producing at the time, mm -hmm. feedback teach me a lot of the history of animation because he worked on movies such as tarzan he's one of the old disney heads okay um and he he's just like an encyclopedia of not just animation knowledge but just kind of he just he's just one of those very <laughs> rounded well yeah i just knows a lot about a lot of things, so yeah Every time I talk to Fraser, it turns into a three-hour conversation of just going on deep dives of whatever. I was in an advanced producing class, um, and what, we had guest lecturers. And one of the lecturers uh, was or is uh, the CEO of a company called Skybound Entertainment. Mm -hmm. He came and talked to us, and I just remember when he talked to us, I just... I remember thinking, I really like the way this guy thinks, like mm -hmm. the, the way this guy approaches business and his and film and creativity and uh, fostering artists and just his whole mentality was very cutting edge. It was just very, it was just really dope. And I was like, I just need to know this guy. Um, that was a thought in my mind. So USC has this thing called, a, a, it has a mentor program or industry mentor program. So people in their final year can choose a mentor, an industry mentor mm -hmm. to um, talk to. And they give you a list of mentors, about a hundred names of people who've been in the industry and are um, assigned mentors. And they tell you to choose five people from this list. And I went through the list and even though they were great names in there, I didn't really like any of them. I mean, I, I, it's not I didn't like them, but I didn't resonate or I didn't feel like okay. I would get what I really needed in my career out of that. So I asked the people over the, in the mentorship program, I was like, if I provide a list of names that I want to be mentored by, well, is that possible that I can be mentored by them? Oh, wow. Like, uh, 
Yeah. <laughs> and, and they were like, yeah, sure. So mm-hmm. I was like, oh, dope. So I like obviously put like Ryan Coogler on there, <laughs> like a USC. <laughs> obviously. Well, obviously, right? You know, I put like a few, a few really good names. Um, and one of them, because of uh, the lecture that we had in my advanced producing class, mm-hmm. um, was the the mentor that I have today, uh, the, the CEO of Skybound. And um, yeah, he he agreed to mentor me. So I think there's something to be said there too, right? Because mm-hmm. once again, here you are carving your own path, right? Here you are provided with a list of names of people you can reach out to. And then you thought outside the box, like there might be someone else that can assist. And I mean, the worst that they can say is no. And that didn't sure. happen. Well, maybe Ryan Coogler said no, but. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's true. I don't even think they, I think they were like, uh, they didn't even like reach out to Ryan. They're just like, nah. <laughs> nah. <laughs> so I didn't get Ryan, which is fine. But uh, yeah, so to so my mentor, um, you know, it was also dope because I was like his first mentee, you know, because mm-hmm. like, all these other people had been in like listed mentors and they kind of are like, okay, well, yeah, I'll probably just have one meeting with this person and never really talk to them again. You know, <laughs> I think that's how it goes with a lot of um, students who go through this is that right. again, they have a, a general meeting and then they never talk to the mentor again for real. Mm-hmm. But because I chose this mentor specifically, you know, we were able to meet quarterly and still do. And we, you know, uh, talk and, just ask he asks about my progress and gives me he gives me a lot of connects so the reason i mentor i mentioned this is because he connected me to uh, the person who would uh, eventually become my boss she was she is a studio head of, of the, the studio that i'm at and we talked and this is before i i was ever uh, her employee we talked and uh I was telling her about my aspirations and we found out that we had uh, something in common that we, I told her I was from Huntsville and she was like, oh, I lived in Huntsville for a long time, actually. What? I, uh, wow. Yeah, we were just talking and we had like a lot in common, you know, mm-hmm. just like really interesting hearing her perspective on things. Um, and she introduces me to a couple people, um, but that, uh, I don't really talk to her for a while. After I graduate, I'm looking for a job. This is finally I graduate. So this is <laughs> this is uh, finally in that time of um, after USC, and I'm looking for a job. Mm-hmm. At the time, I'm looking for a a writer's assistant position. I believe um, I'm looking for either a writer's assistant position or um, a production coordination position. I couldn't get any. I couldn't get anything for many months. <laughs> um, there is a another program at USC uh, that is dedicated to getting uh, burgeoning artists or new artists jobs or pe- people who graduate jobs, right? Uh, and they send a whole bunch of job posts, and you submit their resume, your resume, etc. So I was doing this quite consistently. Um, didn't hear anything back from anyone, and I didn't. Um, 
I was applying to, I was applying to so many things, probably in total, 100 to 150 applications over the course of seven to eight months. Uh, I mean, I graduated in May, May, June. Um, so from May to February of the next year, I was looking for, for work. Couldn't find anything. 150 applications. Okay. Yeah. Wow. I, um, around December or January, I just knew the formula wasn't working. You know, <laughs> I, I was like, oh, this, this is not a, a, a formula that I think will benefit me. So I was like, I'm gonna have to start thinking outside the box to get a job um, and really start pushing uh, network building again, like go pretty hard on, on network networking. Mm -hmm. Because I feel like one that this is also the interesting thing is that I think that if COVID never happened, I will have probably gotten a job like very fast. Yeah, because I would have been able to network way more efficiently. I would have had a lot more projects under my belt because of the I wouldn't have had the COVID restrictions. And you remember um, you were at that internship at WB before. That's true. Oh, yeah, and that also yeah. got truncated. Um, yeah, that got stopped as well. Yeah, I, I, it would have been a completely different experience. Um, so, like, and I came to USC because of the network. I, I really mm -hmm. wanted to get um, a good, strong network. And I, I did in some senses. I didn't get as strong a network as would have happened without COVID, but I'm still grateful for the network I have. Mm -hmm. um, anyway, so uh, I knew that I had to pivot my approach to getting a job. And I started just trying to set up meetings with more people, like just doing cold, cold emails on, uh, on either getting linkedin emails for for studio execs or whatever like i just started trying to i made a whole i went through imdb credits for like the top 20 shows that i like and try to look at all the writers names and try to get all their emails and all that oh wow uh, and i i um reached out to them had these met you know so uh i was just trying different ways and at the time i think it was another quarterly uh check up with my mentor and i was telling him you know i've been looking for a job for a while and unsuccessfully and um these are the approaches i'm trying now and then he introduced me to who would be my first boss this was february also at the time i was pretty there's so many it's such a long period of time here. And actually, <laughs> your question actually encapsulates a very long portion of time. And there are a lot of key moments that I have to explain in, in painful detail. Um, no, so. I think, uh, there's a lot that you're saying that's applicable across different um, industries, right? Because yeah. one, just talking about the importance of mentorship. And I know in my life how important having mentors have been just for even being able to think a little bit more outside the box. You know, if you're only working with your within yourself, you're never gonna have any new ideas. <laughs> you're never gonna have any yeah. new approaches. And also I wanted to call out like the um the the grit and the grunt work you put in to even be where you are now, right? A lot of people, especially for some reason when people know that you are <laughs> in the industry 
They're mm-hmm. always asking me like, oh, can I, can you connect me with him? Right. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And yeah. I, I think that people don't always realize not that there's anything wrong with that. Right. Yeah. But you can also take the approach of connecting with people that you don't know, doing that work, looking them up, looking up things that they've done, reaching out. Um, and now yeah. my, my explanation is getting long, but um, I'll, I'll close <laughs> my little story out by saying I know um one of the mentors that I had that was one of the recommendations he made I was saying you know I feel like I'm a little bit stuck where I'm not really growing at work and I don't know what the next step should be and he told me reach out to people on LinkedIn and literally every person that I reached out to that was in my field agreed to meet with me and having those yeah. conversations about like, this is the approach I'm taking. How do you approach the projects that you manage? How do you approach your product management, your roadmap? Um, how do you look for new innovative ideas? Having those conversations with random people has been so helpful for me in my career. So um, I just want to note that that can apply to a lot of different industries, not just film. Yes. No, that's very true. I, I think that... Uh... I agree completely. Thank you for that respite. I, I've been talking too long. <laughs> I need to, need to hear something else from someone. Uh, so <laughs> appreciate that. Anyway, to, to finally get to where I am now, uh, I get a meeting with the person who would be my first boss. We meet, we have a general meeting and uh, you know, we're talking, it's just a general. Uh, we're just talking and what a general meeting is in, in Hollywood terms is just you're meeting with someone who's in the industry mm-hmm. and you guys are just talking and kind of bounce well it's not sometimes it's with the purpose of bouncing ideas with each off of each other you're just trying to get a vibe for the other person the other person's trying to get a vibe on you okay and maybe there will be something that comes from that but the, these are very common meetings in, in hollywood mm-hmm. uh, general meetings right um so i have a general meeting with this guy and we're just talking and, uh, you know, I tell him my aspirations of what I want to do with my career. And, uh, you know, and then he's like, okay, yeah, cool. And toward the end, I'm like, well, if you ever need help on anything, just let me know, you know? Um, and this is something I, I didn't have to say. I could have just left the conversation and be like, okay, nice to meet you. Bye. Mm-hmm. But I did tell him, you know, and I think this is a very important thing uh, for anyone who is trying to uh pursue a dream in any in any field Mm -hmm. is that you have to let other people know (laughs) that you that either you're looking for something or that you want something you have to let people know because if you don't let people right (laughs) yeah yeah exactly you have to let people know because they if you don't no one's gonna know for like unless you tell them Mm -hmm. uh and no one's and uh, you'll be surprised that how many people are so willing to try to help you achieve mm-hmm. your dreams uh, as long as it's not too much of a burden on their own lives. If it's just, <laughs> uh, Oh, they need to connect to people. They're, they're yeah. usually happy to do it. Yeah. Um, anyway, I said, if you, if you need help on anything, let me know. Literally the next day he's like, he reached, he, he emails me. He's like, Hey, actually I I'm looking for a production coordinator on this TV show that I'm, I'm mm-hmm. doing. Uh, are you interested? <laughs> and I'm like, yes. <laughs> so that, <laughs> um, yes. 
<laughs> so then that is basically how I got my first gig on a show on, on a show called The Walking Dead Last Mile, which was uh, a Facebook show. So okay. Facebook live show slash video game. A mile stands for massively interactive live event. And it was basically a show in which the people who were watching slash playing could dictate the narratives or the the fates oh. of the characters in the show. Um, and I was on the I was the production coordinator for the animation portion. Um, yeah, so that was my first gig, and the show lasted from. I started in March, but it went from July or June to, to November. So it wrapped mm-hmm. in November. Mm-hmm. And the company that I was working for, I became kind of a generalist production coordinator. They put me on a show called Invincible, which is uh, an animated TV show on Amazon yeah. Prime. And I started that. I started on that in July when I was also working on The Walking Dead. Then after The Walking Dead wrapped, I fully transitioned over to um invincible mm-hmm. and the trailer for season two just came out a couple of days ago i was actually the production coordinator for the trailer okay at the beginning and then they they pulled me off of it because i they wanted me to focus full-time on this the show the actual show um but you know it's really cool seeing the trailer come out and i'm like dang you know like i yeah had, it's the really cool seeing show. that you had a hand in it you know it's really, yeah. <laughs> so um Anyway, that's where I am now, uh, a production coordinator for these animated TV shows. Mm-hmm. And, um, yeah, that's <laughs> the, the long answer to uh, your short question. Yeah. Now I actually don't remember what my question was, but you're, you're okay. Yeah. <laughs> but that was very informative. So thank you. So let me no ask problem. you this Are you happy with what you're doing now? Oh, I love it. Yeah. I love it so much. Honestly, like, I always thought, like, when I started doing animation back at USC, I was very surprised that animation never, like, crossed my mind before. Really? I, I never, I was, like, not, re- I was very live action oriented. And when I started doing animation, I was like, wait, like, everything I've watched before this has been like i've grew i've grown up on animation yeah and i like love animation so much yeah like why did i never think of this so it just is like really refreshing to to be in this field and just get deeper and deeper into it and just learn the ins and outs of of animation Mm -hmm. and uh yeah I'm, i'm just really grateful to be in animation i love it more than ever now than ever before so um yes i do love my job and i also love what the opportunities that i'm presented at my job and Mm -hmm. um really fun i'm happy for you but let me ask you when you think about like your future what do you see yourself doing next next um working my way well I mean, yes, working my way up, but I also, I just want to produce, I want to produce animations. So, and I also, I think at, at one point in my life, I do want to make a studio. Um, I still might do some live action stuff, but like, and I want to create a story. I, I still want to write. I want to write uh, a lot of things as well. So 
that's where my mind is right now. What advice would you give to people that are interested in breaking into the film industry? Um, that's a tough one because it depends on where the person is in life, what their past has been. The answer could be tailored to every single person. But I think that the, the number one thing that you really have to do is have a good work ethic. <laughs> I think that you, if you have a good work ethic in anything, uh, you can make it in film. The people who make it in film are the people who just stick with it. Like, it's not even, it's, there's, there are some things that are about talent or, you know, luck, but a lot of it is just stick to itiveness. <laughs> and you just have to keep, if you, you have to put, set your eye on something and just keep going. Mm-hmm. Like, don't stop until you achieve it. At your own pace to work toward it and just not be discouraged by the inevitable uh, lulls and pitfalls that you will eventually run up into. Um, that's it. Just keep going. One more thing I have to talk about with you. Because during your time at USC, um, one, I don't think people realize that you actually do create things during your time there, like products that can be profitable in the long term. So you created a short film, Beats. Yes. yes. That's one of the things that you created. And now you're in the process of that being on a network. Can you talk about that a little bit more? Yes, sure. So um, I created a film called Beats in U- at USC. Mm-hmm. It's a short film. It's about it's six minutes long, and um, USC has this uh, division inside of it mm-hmm. that basically it, its sole purpose is to get the films that the students create uh, distributed uh, for different media in different mediums such as like on streaming services or at festivals mm-hmm. or in airplanes or uh any sort of other medium that you might think of so that's their sole purpose is to, to like get their students films on other mediums right. or in other mediums um and my film Be- beats was just or is in the process of uh, going on a streaming service called Canopy. Um, can everybody ask? So, yes, you can. Yes, you can get a streaming subscription to Canopy. There's a lot of other wonderful films on there. <laughs> um, yeah. So yes, you can. I don't know when it will be on there. Okay. I have no clue. Maybe Keep for Black updated. History. Maybe I don't know. I'll post it once yeah, sure. you give me the, the information. So stay tuned on that. And then you've also worked, you've done the music for a student film that won an, a student Oscar, right? Yes, that is true. Uh, the Dopiers, uh, the untold story of Latasha Harlins. Yeah. Who um, was a, a young girl who was tragically killed um, the, at the time of the LA riots. Uh, so yeah, I, I was a composer for that. I've been the composer for, I think, I think seven films now, mm-hmm. um, and one commercial <laughs> or four commercials. Mm-hmm. Uh, 
And I, I think one of the great, I mean, I, I posted this on my Twitter that one of my proudest statistics is that, or one of my proudest like career achievements is that I've been like the composer for um, all these films that were directed by women specifically. Like, and four of the seven films were like black women. Yeah. I've never directed, a, I've never like been the composer for a film by a, uh, like from a man. Which is very interesting to me. I don't know. Maybe men just don't ask me. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know what that's about. But <laughs> but like I really uh, love that all these films it, were by black women. Yeah. Is that film that I mentioned earlier available to the public or? No. Oh, the Dope Years. Yeah. The Dope Years is untold. Uh, I don't know. Okay. Okay. <laughs> I don't know. Some of the films I I mean, if you're just trying to get a list of films that would, that might be available. There's the Dope Years, Untold the Story of Latasha Harlins. There's one called The Cipher, mm-hmm. that's directed by Latia Solomon. Oh, I should probably mention the director's name. So the Dope Years was uh, Allison Waite. Mm-hmm. Um, there's one called Separated by Maria Larique Wade. Um, but I, I know we're about out of time. Is there anything that you want to add before we finish up? Yeah. Um, there is a single that I'm working on that's oh. I think is... Uh, I'm very excited about it. It, it. I don't know. I, I'm hesitant, hesitant to say when it will come out. Okay. Uh, but it should be very soon. Okay. Uh, and also, this actually is what I really wanted to end on. So I have an orchid. Let me pull this orchid out here. You got props. Did I use that right? Yes. Yes, you do. <laughs> this is my orchid. As you can tell, it's about to bloom. Uh, this orchid, huh? I said, uh, you I'll keep going. What I do you mean, uh? I mean, I feel like <laughs> about to bloom might be a little bit exaggerated, but it's still healthy it's and alive. When it's about to bloom, it has, the bulb is much heavier. These, I mean, okay. These, these are flower bulbs. They're about yeah. to come out. Give it like two more weeks. Uh, it, about two, I guess the time is relative. The time is relative, but okay. <laughs> it, is, <laughs> it is in the process of blooming. Now this, this orchid has been dormant for um, about a year and a half now. Mm-hmm. Maybe, maybe almost two years. Or no, about a year and a half. I've had it for like two years. Mm. Um, and I think that orchid, it, it just really kind of just somehow correlates to the, the, the stage of life that I'm in a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, 2022 was like a very, I mean, obviously I got a job and a lot of things were happening, but it was a very dormant year for me. Yeah. As well, in terms of like creative output and something changed in me when when i came home from uh florida in in january it i just it was like the switch just turned on and i've just been going ever since mm-hmm. it just feels really really good you have to feel, feel like gratitude really, for those moments right i feel so no i feel so grateful I yeah. feel amazing and i feel like i'm just like this year i'm really excited mm-hmm. i'm really excited for all the stuff that's happening this year i'm not even going to mention some of the things but there's things coming around the corner uh, I'm really happy and I also just have more creative energy now than I've, I've had 
and more zest for life than I've just had. And I've, I've, I've always had zest for life, but like more than like years since like mm-hmm. before COVID. It's been like four years, maybe five, years, maybe six, because I felt like this excited about life. Okay. It's like really, I feel really good. <laughs> I don't know why I'm mentioning this, but I, maybe it was just really a reason for me to show off my orchid that's about being a woman. But, but I really it's a good analogy for life and how, like you said, we can be dormant at times and feel frustration in that. Well, no, no, yeah. actually, no. Uh, okay. No, no, no. Okay. This is actually the reason I'm Now I remember the reason why I'm mentioning this. Okay. It's because I did not feel frustrated or frustration at my dormancy. Oh. It was very, very necessary and very important. Mm-hmm for me to take a step back and just hibernate or mm-hmm. just like literally stop because I need, I think I was kind of bur- like at, through this whole story I've told, I was like grinding from the time that I graduated or even through school, mm-hmm. through graduation, trying to get a job, got the job. And when I got the job, I was like, oh, thank God. And I just rested for the rest of the year. I did not do anything but do my job come home and play video games. And that's all I did. I did not do anything else. <laughs> and I did that for months. I mm-hmm. did that for mo- I did that for like nine months. Mm-hmm. And I was, I knew, I knew that uh, it was not, I, I wasn't going to be doing that forever. Mm-hmm. But it was very important for me to do that because I needed to rest mm-hmm. in order to build up enough energy so that now I can uh, make moves and actually be like come into and, and bloom. I needed to have that. You needed time. that self care. Yes. People don't take time for that. Yes. So that's why I'm saying do not be frustrated at those moments. Those moments are very necessary mm-hmm. and very vital and important. Just like my orchid needed time to build up a root system and make its leaves grow mm-hmm. before it ever had the it, even considered uh shooting up and making the stem to to, to blossom look at you so, sound you know. like a whole philosopher <laughs> <laughs> but that's that's really what i'm trying to say okay that's really so sometimes you need to give yourself that space and, and i don't think a lot of people that moment people get fresh that's the thing people get frustrated in that moment they don't appreciate yeah. that the silence is necessary for them to like build themselves back up Right? Yes. Yes. And that silence, it doesn't, I mean, it can be months. Mm. It can be years. Mm. You know, one of the greatest things that I even thought about, I mean, I, this doesn't apply to everyone, unfortunately, but it does apply to, uh, to me and to you is if, if we take care of ourselves, we have at least a couple more lifetimes in us. Like, I was, you know, there was a, a period where I was getting very anxious at, um, like, the things I wanted to achieve. Mm-hmm. I just wasn't, I was like, man, I'm not doing anything. Um, at different, at various parts of my life, I was like, I just, there are so many ideas I've had, and I mm-hmm. haven't done them, right? Mm-hmm. And you, that's where you might get frustrated, right? Moral in its of own story. time. Okay. Moral of the story in its own time. All right. Well, I love you very much. I'm so proud of you. I can't wait to see what you continue 
creating and what you continue doing and how you continue to inspire me on a daily basis. I'm grateful for that. And you. Oh, man, I'm grateful for you, too. I love you so much. And uh, I love you for giving me this white bean chili recipe. Um, (laughs) 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 Yeah. 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 Really good. Uh, and uh, yeah, no, this is, it's always good to, to catch up. And I hope that this ignorance project continues to grow and you continue to uh, get really dope people on here who uh, expand insight in, um, into, into various parts of lives that people don't, are, are, aren't aware of. So, yeah. yeah. All right. Well, Thanks again for tuning in to the Ignorance Project. Thanks for following uh, following along with AKB's journey. And I hope you leave this feeling enlightened. Um, if the people have questions for you, can I do a follow-up? Sure, yeah. <laughs> if you have questions, let us know, send them in, and we're more than happy to answer them. All right? Yes, indeed. Yes, indeed. Okay. Bye. Okay, bye. You are killing me. (laughs) What was I even talking about? I literally everything I was saying this and I completely went blank. Like what was I I gotta bring it back going through seasons (laughs) and not saying not being frustrated with the silence and using that to build yourself back up. Something after that. I have to get this. <laughs> is there is it important I get this right now? I don't I you don't remember what I was saying? What was I saying? Like the last three sentences. The last three sentences? That was like five sentences ago. No, no, no. It wasn't about like me doing or doing anything like that. It wasn't it wasn't a continuation of the, of the analogy I was making. It was a brand new thing. And I forgot it. Because it was actually good. Hey. Oh well. Oh, <laughs> oh that's what I mean. Basically, I was trying to just. Oh, nah, it's gone. It's gone. It's gone. I'm sorry. It was a very. What's it? It was very important. It was going to be good. Anyway, sometimes, you know, come back. You, I think you got to let it go and be fine with it letting it go because it'll come back in its own time.